Shalom to all. Today we're learning Masechus Chagiga, Perak Beis, Mishnah Dalad, Mishnah Hey. And today's Mishnah is being learned B'schosr B'shalom Zalman of Zagos or Marasiyat V'chayit Chalatayim. They should be given with Asachat Slach and Siyat Nishmaya, Good Health Parnasa B'shafa and Kol Tov Sela. And B'schos Esther Bas Rachel, She should be Zeichar to find Rizivik Hagon Bekarav Mamish. Now this Mishnah continues with what we were discussing the previous one. Atzeres Shachal Yis Berev Shabbos. If Shavuos falls out on Erev Shabbos, B'shamim Emir B'shamim says Yom Tovayich Achar Shabbos. The day of Shechting is after Shabbos. Now as we learned the previous Mishnah, B'shamim says we are not allowed to Shech the Carbon Oil. On Yantif. So that means that the Eilis Re'iyah has to be brought after Shavuos. However, in this scenario, since Shavuos is Friday, that means Shabbos, we can't bring the carbon either, so we would check it on Sunday, the day after Shabbos. However, Basil and Basil says, Ein lo yem let's read the parentheses, Achar Shabbos. There is no Yem Tevayach, day of Shechting after Shabbos. That's because, as we learned in the previous Mishnah, Basil says, we are allowed to Shech an Eilis Re'iyah on Yantif. So we'll Shech the Eilis Re'iyah on Yantif itself. However, Umaydim, Basil agrees, Shem Chaliyaz Bishabbos, that if Shavuos Falls out on Shabbos, and we can't shech the carbon on Shabbos, even according to Beiselel. Shem Tevayichachar Shabbos. That this day of shechting is going to be after Shabbos. Now, if you think about it, that means that on Sunday there's going to be tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of Yidden coming to the Beis Hamikdash to have their carbonos shechted, and it feels very yontiftik, especially since they're bringing carbonos that were supposed to be brought on yontif. So now the Mishnah tells us that we have to be very careful to make sure that people don't think it's actually yontif, and therefore what happens? The kain gadol does not walk around in his special yontif clothing. This means when he's going to and from his house or he's walking around the base of Mikdash, he's not going to wear Yontif clothing. And in Mutar and Behesped Vitainis, it's mutter to give eulogies and to fast, as opposed to on regular Yontif, it's not mutter to do this. And why is it that we have to be so careful? So as not to makayim the words of those that say that Shavuos is after Shabbos. Now, what does this refer to? So we know there was two groups in Klal Yisrael, the Tzedukim and the Baisusim, that always used to misinterpret the Torah. And one thing that they would say is that Shavuos is always on Sunday. Where does this come from? That's because regarding Sfer Sa'imr, the Torah tells us, you should count for yourself after Shabbos seven weeks, which is 49 days, and that's when Shavuos falls out. So they learn this literally. We start counting Sfer Sa'imr after Shabbos, which is on Sunday, which means that Shavuos is always on Sunday. However, we know the Chazal tells us that the proper understanding is Shabbos means after the first day of Pesach. That means that Shavuos is not always on Sunday. Well, in this situation, where everyone's going to bring their Karbanas on Sunday, if we're going to treat it like Yantif, so then they're going to say, aha, we are right. Shavuos is on Sunday. Our understanding of the Torah is correct. Therefore, the Mishnah tells us we have to be very careful to make sure that they don't think that Shavuos is on Sunday. Now moving on to Mishnah Hay. And from this Mishnah until the end of the Masechta, we're going to be learning many dinim of Tomentara. There's a number of reasons why. According to one opinion, this is because all the way to the end of the Masechta, there's unique Kula relevant to Yantif. And therefore, we learn many other halachas because of that. Another reason, perhaps more relevant to Yantif itself, is because on the Shalash Regalim, everyone was extremely careful with Tomentara, because one can't go into the base of Mikdash Tameh, and the many Karbanas brought need to be eaten in a state of Tahara. So that's why we learn about many dinim of Tomentara right now. And this Mishnah discusses washing hands. And this is an interesting type of Tama. Because in Midai Raisa, a person is either completely Tame or he's not Tame at all. There's no such a thing as only part of him being Tame. However, the Chachamim were geyser that hands could become Tame in certain instances. Not only that, but even if a person doesn't know if they touch something that would be Matame their hands, but they simply weren't paying attention to what they were touching, the Chachamim were geyser their hands are considered a Shani Latama, which means that their hands would be Matame Truma or Kachim. And over here we talk about washing hands. So the Mishnah says, one has to wash their hands in order to remove this Tama from them in the following scenarios. Lechulin, before they eat chulin, and this is referring to eating bread, as we know. 
Ola Meiser, when a person is dealing with Meiser Sheni, Vila Truma, when a person is going to be dealing with Truma. Now here's a higher level, Ula Kaidesh Matbilin. If a person is going to be dealing with Kachim, they can't just wash their hands, they have to dunk them in the mikvah. And that's because Kachim is a higher level of Kedusha, so therefore they have to retire their hands in a stronger way. Lastly, the Mishnah tells us, Vilachatas, if a person is going to be dealing with the waters of the Paraduma, which is the water that's sprinkled on a person who's Tame Mace, so Imnitmu Yadav, if this person's hands became Tame, Nitma Gufai, his entire body is Tame, it's not just his hands, it's his entire body, and he would have to go to the mikvah in order to retire himself. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Vav and Zion. Continue to talk about different levels of Toma and Tahara. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.